You're listening to Two Girls, One Crossword. Now we're like, we're here together and we don't know how to start. Like, we're here, we're together. Together again. Welcome to a very special Q&A episode. Q&A episode, I like that. So we're not really a Podward Crosscast. This we're, just, we're just two girls f- who host a Podward Crosscast today. Answering your questions. Answering your questions. Um, Although some questions were about crosswords, so. Yeah, some questions were about crosswords. But um, why are we doing a special Q&A episode? Well, I, it's, it's all my fault, okay? So if you're upset about this, talk to me. Um, I just can't record for the next couple weeks, so we're doing this ahead of time. We hope you enjoy it. We hope it tides you over until we can come back again with a yes. normal episode. Yes, which I think it will. We haven't done something like this before. No. Well, I feel like we've tried to do this before, but no one asked us questions. But now we actually got, got questions. questions. Like, we got a good amount of questions. I yeah. was surprised how many we got. Um, not to, like, brag or anything, of course. And from people that don't know us personally, too. I know. I, that was that was probably... I was, like, nervous that we were just going to get something from, like, our friends. And we yeah. did get some from our friends, but they also listen to the podcast, which is a whole other issue. Um, but, yeah, we got a bunch from people we don't know. And I was like, okay, are you, like, famous? Kind of. We are in my book. Yeah, we're famous to these people who left us questions, so. Thanks. Thank you for that. Um, but yes, this is Two Girls, One Crossword. Q&A. Q&A episode? Yeah. Q&A episode. But, um, you know, this is something you can come back to, listen to. It's timeless. <laughs> yeah. these The answers to these questions will literally never change. No. And... So- <laughs> We're all, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see that we're actually sitting next to each other, but it's actually a parent trap type situation where we're both in front of a green screen and Chelsea has edited it to look like we're next to each other. It's true. I, she's not actually in the same room as me. I could pretend to punch her and it would just go right through because she's not here, but I won't show you because I don't want to like, you know, ruin the mirage. Yeah. Ruin the gag or whatever, whatever it's called. Um, well, all that to say is if you hear a cat meowing angrily in the background, <laughs> there's nothing I can do to stop it. Um, yeah, I, this is Grace's new apartment. She moved. Yes, I moved. I'm not giving anyone any more information about it. This is it. This is all you're going to see. But I moved and my cat is not happy about it and he is letting us know. So yes. if you hear crying in the background, that's him or me. If anyone asks a really <laughs> sensitive question. <laughs> all right. So should we just... Hop into it. I feel like, okay, first, we're just going to preface that we did not prep answers to these questions. So we're going to just read them off the cuff. We're going to read them live. Um, we may or may not call people's names. I don't think we will. Just Depending to, on if the question is kind of weird and we're like, oh, this is someone we know sent this to us. Yes, then we'll clarify. But otherwise, we're going to keep it anonymous um, and hopefully answer these questions to our heart's content to your to state your curiosity about us the two most interesting girls who do crosswords in the entire world so um shall we get into it shall we do it let's all right do it do you want to ask the first question (laughs) it's a good one to kick us off uh this is one of those where i feel like we should mention that we know this person um (laughs) our friend mike asked do y'all f with airbud slash dr phil Oh, this is one of those hard-hitting questions where I think the answer is really important. I feel like, okay, first of all, it's clear to me that Mike does not listen to the podcast. Yeah. Because... We did a whole Airbud episode. We did a whole Airbud episode. And so Mike really likes Airbud. It's kind of like part of his personality and mm-hmm. one of the reasons we love him very much. Um, 
but I don't understand what the question is really asking, though. Do we F like do we F with I like Airbud. Dr. Phil, I do find some of his stuff entertaining. Like I have gone down Mm. the YouTube rabbit holes Mm -hmm. with his clips, but I actually think he is like takes advantage of yes people. Yes. And I think what is fun, quote unquote, about Dr. Phil is the meme culture around him. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he looks just like Kid Rock. Yeah. And he dressed up as it once for yeah, Halloween, yeah. and he looked just like him. He wore a wig, and he really looked just like him. Yes, and the fact that our friend Mike harasses Dr. Phil on Twitter. Yeah. For the sake of humor. It's fun. It's okay. It's not Never like feel true... bad for a millionaire. That's my... That's, that's the first order of business, second order of business. It's not true harassment. He just occasionally asks Dr. Phil to take his shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll revisit that. Um, should we just go down this? Let's just keep going. List? Okay. Yeah. Um, how long have you two known each other and how did you meet? Ooh. I feel like we've talked about this before. We we've talked about this in pieces on the podcast a couple times. I feel like we were on, um, fill me in, fill me in. And we were also on, uh, on Chica's podcast, mm-hmm. um, girl jam. We talked a little bit about how we met and like our whole history, um, Grace and I met because we started work. Well, I started working at the place that she was working at. Um, we work in different departments, but part, like the kind of thing about our company is that like the big open kitchen is kind of like what you walk into and everyone's getting breakfast in the morning mm-hmm. and everybody is like hanging out and chatting. and Everybody eats lunch together in the kitchen. It's a very like. It's pretty friendly. Uh, it's very okay. friendly and it's, you know, everyone's oh, a lot young. A people our age. And, yeah. Um, and so just through just by the virtue of like being in the same space that's kind of how we met i was very intimidated by grace at first really i didn't know that. yes um well i mean i think grace can be shy which now now i know her i know it's as shyness but it's I... just shyness and crippling anxiety i've gotten that before though <laughs> i know that that's a thing like if you don't talk people think that you think you're like better than them right and I, not that i thought you you thought that you were better than me but more that like you had like your own group of friends and you weren't mm-hmm. necessarily looking for more, which is totally fine because I'm very much that way as well. Um, but I used to do the crossword, which they would set the crossword out on the counter in the kitchen at mm-hmm. work. And I used to do the crossword and like, you know, Grace would come and get her tea and she'd kind of stand next to me and look over my shoulder. And we kind of like, I feel like shit. I started doing the crossword first. Well, you definitely did the, started doing the crossword <laughs> first because you were there first. But I yeah. also, there were, there's, there were a couple of, a couple of us in the office that were interested in the crossword. Yes. So when we were in the, happened to be in the kitchen at the same time, it was like, oh, come here. Like, let's work on this. Right. Because they used to just set out the crossword on the mm-hmm. counter. People would just like walk by and like fill something in. No one ever actually like sat and like tried to complete the crossword every single day. Mm-hmm. You know, we were like filling things in and sometimes we'd get tea and we'd be standing there for like 15, 20 minutes <laughs> trying to solve this like, crossword. Oh, I guess we should go back to work oh, now. Oh, we should go to work now. Yeah, exactly. Um. And then eventually that evolved to like, hey, do you want to eat lunch and like do the crossword? Mm -hmm. And so then we would literally sit at the counter every single day, eat the same meal. (laughs) Like as as each other and every day too. (laughs) Like every month we would cycle what the meal was. It would be like um, a salad with falafel or peanut butter sandwich and Doritos. Yes. And you would have a Coke and I have a Pepsi. Yeah. We're very, yeah. Um, Can you tell that we have (laughs) anxiety? (laughs) And so, um, yeah, it's just, I kind of started just doing the crossword together at the counter and then we eventually like made more friends and sat at the kitchen t- the tables with the mm-hmm. rest of the company but that's how we met how that long was, ago was it i started there in 2017 like no like full time mm-hmm. but i had been working there in 2016 i think in 2017 is really though when we like finally like sat and started doing the crossword because before i was yeah. running it wasn't like 
Only about four years or so. Yeah. Feels like it's been longer. That's weird. Are you sure it's right? It's no, 2017 like that sounds for right. sure. Yeah. yeah. We can go back and look at our work holiday parties and see. It's like, oh, we weren't really, we have like pictures, but we weren't really like friends. Right. And it evolves over the years. <laughs> oh, yeah. So 2017, we were, you know, we were, t- we all went together, but like yeah. we weren't friends yet. And I think 2018 was the year of the matching suits. Well, what happened too is a lot of our friends, like a lot of them left and then we were the last ones standing. So we kind of <laughs> just had to be friends with each other. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How long did it take before you both realized you were into crosswords? We kind of answered that. Yeah. Um, I've always been into crosswords. I think you have too. No, I hadn't. Oh, really? I just got into crosswords at work because people were doing it. Mm. As I mentioned before, I have anxiety and I feel like crosswords are a good way for me to like talk to people Mm -hmm. kind Mm -hmm. of without like having to come up with conversation. Right. Because you just talk about the crossword. Oh, for sure. So I only got into it at work. I don't think I'd ever done a crossword uh-huh. before then. I was really bad when I started. Oh, I don't yeah. feel like I'm amazing now, but it's a testament to like, if you really just do it enough times, then seriously, you get at it. really. But yeah, I've always done crosswords. And I think seeing Grace like hover over the crossword, it was like, <laughs> oh, she likes crosswords too. I should know her. <laughs> um, okay. So they said, it seems like you do a lot of crossword puzzles based on our hits and shits on average how many do you each work weekly on a regular basis and what are your favorites like, <sighs> it's it depends ha- it really depends on the work the week because sometimes i only do like four a week and then sometimes i do like 10 right it i think like i would like to do one a day, a day. we try i try to do at least one a day i try to build it into like my routine mm-hmm. i try to do a, a crossword in the morning with breakfast and coffee um, but if that doesn't happen because I rolled out of bed and then rolled into my work chair mm-hmm. in my uh, apartment, then I try to do one at lunch. I think like with working from home, it really shifted how frequently I do crosswords. You and I used to do like, we used to do a lot at we used lunch, to be, like, yeah. print like three out. And we had a group of people doing it too. So they would all get done. Yeah. Quicker. All of them would get done. We would do more when we were like at our office and doing them together at lunch. But like. I'm kind of doing crosswords on my own mm-hmm. most of the time now. Like Matt, when he's like awake or not working, he'll do crosswords with me as well. But it's harder, I think. I, I, I love doing crosswords, but I find that crosswording for me is definitely more of like a social activity. I like to sit with somebody and do yeah. a crossword. Same. Um, but all that to say is I definitely try to do one a day, sometimes two a day if I'm having a good week. But during a busy week, you're lucky if I'm getting four crosswords done. I might do two a day, but then the next day I don't do any. So right, yeah, it all kind of just depends. Yeah. And what? Do, wait, what are our favorites? Oh, I like the New Yorker. The New Yorker. Waypo Sunday. Waypo Sunday. Saturday. No, it's a Sunday. Saturday. Oh, Sunday. And the uh, USA Today. USA Today. But of course, we do the New York Times as well. We started doing the New York Times, and we didn't we just name- named like. All the major ones, but yeah, yeah, we didn't realize that there were more cross. I mean, I always knew that there were more crosswords in the New York Times, but I always thought New York Times was the be all end all. Mm-hmm. And the more obviously you get into crosswording, you realize like, yeah, there is like a like a sort of elitism to the New York Times, and there are so many other incredible outlets. There's even amazing like indie outlets that we used to do a lot more indies. When I know we, were we need at to work. Sub- subscribe to. We're subscribed to a couple, and I get all the emails, but we never <laughs> do them because they you have to do them like. With the Across Light app. It's so much nicer to just log into the, like, USA Today app and yeah, do them there. And we used to we used to do the indies and we'd print them out at work yeah. and do them at the table. So we don't get to do that as much anymore. <laughs> Someone says that Chelsea mentions her boyfriend, Matt, but does Grace have a boyfriend or a girlfriend? She never mentions one. 
Um, I do have a girlfriend. Her name's Alex, and I have mentioned her. Yes. I believe. Yes, you definitely many have times. Her. Yeah, and I do talk about Matt a lot. Matt is my boyfriend. <laughs> um, okay, this is another question about crosswords. What crossword trends or clues are you tired of, or do you love? Tired of all the problematic ones like yeah. NRA, Coco Chanel. Yeah, those they gotta go. We've talked about those. We've before. talked about those. I also like. I know that we need clues like these and answers like this, but I hate ones that are like a man's name if you remove the E or whatever. Yeah. I or like, like an apt name for a optometrist, but sometimes those are funny. Actually. Sometimes those, those are, fun. are funny. Yeah. I, I personally just don't like the a woman's name if you remove the I or I'm like, yeah. or like, or the man's name found in broccoli. Right. It's like, well, yeah. Obviously that one doesn't work, but <laughs> yeah. So I think those are ones that like, when I see them, I just feel like, ugh. They feel tedious. They sometimes. feel tedious. And like, I know that you need them in crosswords and whatever. Those are like, nice though, because you can always solve them. It's true. It's true. What about the ones that we like? That's hard. I love any, I like plays, plays on words, play on words. I tend to really love the question mark yeah. clues, especially when the answer is good, which I know it's like, <laughs> duh, duh, but yeah um any ones that are kind of like funny and off color anyone that is we love anytime we see something that's like geared toward like something that mostly women are interested in or yes. like queer people yes. it's always like fun to see that it is because you know you, you do the new york times for so long the new york times is changing I've, I've i have noticed that since when we first started doing crossers in 2017 where they wouldn't even put like marie kondo in mm -hmm. the puzzle now like you're seeing things like pad as in like a period product in the new york mm -hmm. times which is like good but you wouldn't have seen that like even five years ago um so yeah anything that kind of like shakes things up a little bit we like uh this is funny who is better at crosswords i think that's a very subjective question yeah i don't know i feel like you I don't know it's hard to tell though because like we don't i feel like i've gotten worse since not doing them at the office. Mm. I feel like when we were at the office, we were pretty, it, it depends. We each have strengths. Yeah. Like Chelsea is much better at like history, art, anything like that. Right. And you're, you definitely have more of the pop culture yeah. covered and also like a lot of really weird random facts. <laughs> True. Yes. Um, there's some things that like I would never be able to answer and Grace knows like the back of her <laughs> hand and I think vice versa. So it's hard to say who's better at crosswords. We both have topics that we are stronger in yeah and then there's topics that like we're not neither of us are strong in and we really benefited from doing crosswords in person at the office because we'd be like oh that guy he gets all the baseball questions mm -hmm. or that guy gets all the like the rock from the 60s questions whatever i feel like when we do the new yorker together we're pretty like evenly yeah match it just depends on the yeah. puzzle mm -hmm. which constructors do you love to see and why we talk, we talk about them all the time. We, we do. Like Paolo. Pa anytime like Paolo's Eric. name, Eric comes up. Amy Lucido. Amy. Brooke Husick is good. You Robin, like Ross. Ross Trudeau. Robin Weintraub. Yep. Um, Evan Bernholz. Evan Bernholz. We haven't seen Evan Kalish's name, but I've liked Evan's puzzles. And Evan Kalish, The other Evan mm -hmm. in the past. I've liked his puzzles. Um, but yeah, Evan Bernholz is a real... Like, it's hard to like say like when Evan's name comes up. Like Evan has a puzzle out every Sunday in the Washington Post, and it's we take him for granted. But the puzzle's always good. The puzzles are amazing. They're always these incredible themes. And Grace and I are like to to live in his mind. He is incredibly smart, and his puzzles are always really fun to solve. So Xiaoxin Bernakel. Yes, yes. Um, 
I feel like Wine Lou. Yeah. That's a good one. I know we're missing people. We're missing people. I, like, listen to any of our episodes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who burps the most during recording? <laughs> Chelsea. <laughs> well, it's always because I, I eat dinner right before we record. And, like, on days that I'm recording, I always want it to be, like, a simple dinner. So, like, it's, like, a frozen pizza or something. And, mm-hmm. But, like, of course. Cheese makes her, I know, cheese makes you phlegmy. But I always feel yeah. like we're, we start, we, like, pull up on the Zoom. She's like, I just drank a LaCroix. <laughs> like, great, you'll be perfect. I just had cheese pizza and I drank a LaCroix. I'm feeling a lot of something going on in my throat. So, <laughs> it's definitely me. Um, oh, this is funny. This one is from Matt, my boyfriend. Jif or Gif? Say Jif. I definitely say Jif. That's, that's it. it. All right. That's it and that's all. Are there more legs or eyes in this world? Human? Like, if we're talking all legs, I think there's more general. legs. Well, what like about fish? Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. But ants. Yeah. In some insects. They got but a lot of But spiders have a lot of eyes, though. They do. As well. And I think there's, like, a lot of fish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would... I'd hazard a guess and say fish. Oh, eyes. Sorry. Well... Almost everyone that has two eyes has two legs. Except no, fish. except fish. Right, right, right. Okay. Sorry, I keep forgetting about fish. Yeah, well, right, exactly. Think about, like, the shoals of, like, anchovy. Yeah. Alone. Or krill. Or shrimp. They all have eyes. You're right. But they also have a lot of fish. legs. Some of these, they got, like, shrimp's got legs. Centipedes have, like, a lot of, I don't know, they're packing a lot of legs. And ants have quite a few legs too and so do spiders um oh, I, no way to know no way to know but i'm gonna i'm gonna say eyes because i feel like i have to i'm gonna put eyes on the table here and I'm i'll, say, I'll say legs and we'll see okay someone, someone let us know if this is actually yeah <laughs> counted somewhere <laughs> just pineapple belong on pizza um i personally don't like pineapple but i feel like if you want to put on your pizza put on your pizza i love pineapple i just finished a pineapple that i cut up real nice today well i didn't cut it up nice today i cut Mm -hmm. it up nice earlier this week and i finished it this week and yes i do like pineapple on pizza but i feel like pineapple and pizza has to be accompanied with ham it has to be the hawaiian and it's because the saltiness of the ham really balances the sweetness of the pineapple i wouldn't like i'm a vegetarian now so i can't eat hawaiian pizza Mm -hmm. so i don't eat pineapple on pizza no you heard it here first it's all too sweet um what else we got (laughs) What episode topic do you most think about in your day-to-day? I think it changes. I know what mine is now, though. It's the license plates. Ooh. I'm always looking at people's license plates now. Okay. This is a really hard one for me because I struggle with object permanence, so it's almost like this podcast <laughs> doesn't exist until I actually have to record it. Um, but I feel like I talk about the previous topics for, like, two weeks. Like, I've been mm-hmm. telling people about sweet hearts and conversation hearts for yeah. like the last two weeks i was talking about martinis for ages mm-hmm. kind of yeah i feel like i go through phases like and it all depends if something comes up naturally a lot i feel like license plates come up license a lot. Come up a lot and i think i also often think about like our recurring characters mm-hmm. benny franks like benny franks and now like the ice king <laughs> mr tudor who is connected to the license plate topic you know like yeah. i think about that all and like the reason i think about the conversation hearts because it's connected to twilight you know so mm-hmm. but i do think the topics that i have just randomly brought up the most often are the dolphin topic mm-hmm. and um hunter 
Kelly. Oh, uh, uh, Lisa Frank. Lisa Frank. Lisa Frank came out with croc gibbets, if anyone's interested. <gasps> yeah, I know. They're amazing. <laughs> Trust me, I just bought a new croc. Uh, new croc I got a flip-flops. ton of crocs as a present, or a ton of croc gibbets as a present recently. And I'm like, I had no idea that there was Lisa Frank ones. Wait, do you have them? Well, they're not right now. Okay. I do have them. I should have shown them when you, you were over. You have them? Well, not the Lisa Frank ones. Oh, okay. But you have all these gibbets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I can take... I got new cracks and I got holes to fill, so... <laughs> They gave me like a $5 off, so I'm definitely going to buy nice. friendships with that. How do you decide if you're considering multiple topics for the week? Ooh. Whichever one is like actually most exciting for me to research. Sometimes mm. I start a topic and I'm like, I just don't care about this. So I feel like I'm not going to do a good job. Right. I, the way I pick topics is usually like I do the crossers and I keep a list of like, oh, that could be good. That could be good. That'd be good. And then Same. I kind of like go back and I like try to decide like, Oh, I've done like four food topics in a row. I shouldn't do another <laughs> food topic. Or I've done five ancient China topics in a row. I shouldn't do that. So I, I try to like minimize the amount of like repeats I do. And I sometimes, sometimes I'm like, you know what? I would never do a topic like this. So fuck it. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. I try to do something random sometimes because I can be really one note with the things that I pick mm-hmm. just because like that's what I'm interested in and like. One of the reasons why I want to do this podcast is to learn Learn things things. like that I would never have looked into before. Um, If any topic I look into has like any type of conspiracy or like (laughs) twist, like the Lisa Frank topic, then that's another deciding factor. It's like, oh, yeah, I got to do this. Well, one of the topics that I would never have researched before was the Diane Fauci topic Mm -hmm. which was the uh, primatologist who went to rwanda like not something i'm interested in really like you know i like great apes like the next person but (laughs) as much as the next person but i don't really care that much about talking about their lives really it's not something i'm interested in but boy oh boy did i find a twist and did i find a turn in that one and so yeah like sometimes you pick something you would never do and you're like you're like oh wait this is way more interesting than i thought it was gonna be yeah exactly do you have a pre or post recording ritual? Dinner first. So I I change sometimes I have dinner before or after, and if I'm having dinner after, you can probably hear my stomach growling. <laughs> right. We afterwards she'll be like, I gotta go have eaten dinner. I'm like, bye. I mean, I feel like dinner before is always for me mm-hmm. because otherwise I'll be distracted the whole time. Um, I read through my I try to read through my notes and like practice how I'm going to speak. So if it sounds like I'm reading from a script it's because I practice it 500 times and also like I struggle with like when I get interrupted I completely like the thought that I just had will get deleted so I really try to like know it like the back of my hand. Mm. Which might make me come off feeling like very rehearsed sometimes and that's something I and I feel stressed about that. Um but yeah, that's something I do. I always read it i read through once but i have to do it out loud i do it out loud yeah are you fucking with me do you do it out loud yeah okay good because i do it out loud (laughs) Um, and sometimes matt like looks around i'm like i'm doing my research i'm reciting i'm sorry (laughs) well i have to read out loud and then it's like well this doesn't sound normal so then i have to like you know change edit Mm, the mm. way the information is yeah yeah as far as when we get on no we usually like chat a little bit at the beginning but we don't want to talk too much because then then we like don't run have, out of things to talk about. I know some that happens sometimes when we get on. We haven't spoken in like 
Sometimes, like, we only speak during our recording mm-hmm. for the week. Well, no, that's not true. We only, like, speak face-to-face, but we talk over, right, like, yes. sending TikToks and other random right, stuff. Right, right, And we voice message each other. But, like, face-to-face, it's yeah. like seeing your friend for after a while, and so you're like, you want to talk about something that just happened, and it's like, keep it for the recording. <laughs> this energy. <laughs> uh, do you like your friends and family listening, or do you tell them not to? Hmm. I could never get my dad and my brothers to listen to this podcast i couldn't twist their arms hard enough to do it so i don't have to worry about that and matt's family does listen to my podcast Mm -hmm. and i love when they text me and they're like oh i listened to this and i have this anecdote or this that and the other i i love that um friends listening on the other hand i don't mind necessarily but i find it shocking yeah I, I feel like I don't want anyone to feel like they have to listen. Yeah, yeah. So I never like push on anyone. Sometimes it is weird to me, like, but it's always nice. I mean, if people, yeah, it is shocking to me more. It's like, well, you know me in real life, and you still want to listen to me like blabber on About and on. This? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I know my mom listens. Mm-hmm. My dad doesn't. Mm-hmm. I don't think my sister does. Mm. Is it Elisa? If you're listening, text me, turtle. <laughs> <laughs> um. I was with some friends the last weekend um, and somehow like we were just chit chatting and Michael brought up, he said something like, oh, like what you, when you said this on your podcast last week, you were like, wait a minute. And I was like, I was like, wait a second. You listen to my podcast on a weekly basis. And he's like, yeah, I try to listen to it every week. And I'm like, okay. And then Hannah was standing right there and she's like, oh yeah, I listen to it. And I was like, I didn't know Hannah? they both, well, you, until you told me, I didn't know they both listened. No, I know. I was shocked. Not because, like, I feel like, you know, our friends might listen once in a while, but yeah. I also feel like they probably have their own podcast that they are listening to, like, mm-hmm. their weekly lineup. But to hear that people in our lives listen regularly, mm-hmm. I'm just like, damn, we must not be that boring. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, let's see. Capers, your thoughts. Okay, are we talking about capers the food or capers like spy novels? I'm guessing the food. I like capers. I feel like I'm neutral. I don't think I like eat. I feel like I've had them a couple times. I don't remember hating them, but I don't like buy them. I have them in the fridge. Oh, there you go. But I definitely don't eat them as much as I used to when I was eating meat. I would eat capers on like bagel and lox, Mm -hmm. you know, um, it's real, honestly the only time. And like some past, like Italian dishes will have capers in it. I don't go out of my way to use capers. And I don't go out of my way to avoid capers. I like them on some dishes. So we're like positive neutral. Positive neutral to the caper question. Have you watched, read, etc. anything good lately? Ooh. Uh, this is like a... So I'll just preface this by saying I watch way too much television mm-hmm. like i watch a lot of tv um starting in 2020 with quarantine i started watching k-dramas and i literally only watch k-dramas i counted recently and since i started watching k-dramas in 2020 up until now and this is not including any chinese dramas thai dramas or vietnamese dramas that i've also watched um, or japanese dramas i have seen 95 k-dramas oh my god how many episodes is each 16 And they're like an hour and 20 each. Wow. Well, okay. If you were going to recommend one for like a newbie to get into. Ooh, 
The first one I watched was It's Okay to Not Be Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's an interesting like exploration of like mental health. Um, but I feel like Itawan class is a bit better, more uh, accessible. Um, so Netflix. I'm currently watching one right now called My Liberation Notes about a pair, like a, a group of siblings that are trying to like break free from the drudgery of like day-to-day corporate life. Mm-hmm. And it's beautifully written. The pacing is gorgeous. It's very cinematic. I think K-dramas get a lot of like flack for being very soapy. And some of them can be very soapy. And I love every minute <laughs> of it. But some can be, some are like, it's better television than anything you could see in the West, in my personal opinion. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. So I'm watching that. And I only watch K-dramas. If you're ever looking for K-drama recommendations, just write me because I... <laughs> It's my fixation right now, so I will literally word vomit at you. Um, in terms of reading, sorry, I'm busy watching k <laughs> <laughs> Um, Let's see. I feel like I watch a good amount of TV and read a good amount, but I'm trying to think of like what has stuck with me. Well, I just finished the show. I feel like I never hear anyone talk about it called Hunters on Amazon Prime. Hmm. It stars Logan Lerman from Okay. First, which is a little young for me but i know he was like a big deal for yes yes yes, my girlfriend in particular (laughs) um but it's a really it it like takes place in the 70s in new york and it's basically about a like a ragtag tag group of vigilantes that hunt nazis oh um i've never heard of this (laughs) i know no but it's really good it's really well done and i'm like usually normally i only watch like comedies or horror or like Mm rom-coms but i'm not into drama and this is it's like it's drama, but it is funny and it's well done. It's very like interesting the way they do it. And it's very like 70s vibes, really good cast. And it's also interesting because it takes place um, post-World War II, post-Vietnam War. And they talk about how like the U.S. basically brought all these Nazis over to the U.S. Mm-hmm. so that Russia wouldn't take them to Russia. Mm-hmm. So it kind of ties into like the stuff that we've yeah. talked about. Yeah. Um, a lot of it was bringing not like Nazi scientists to come work at NASA mm-hmm. and take us to the moon. Um, but anyways, I recommend it. It is like violence. If you don't mind violence, mm-hmm. it's worth watching. It's mm-hmm. very interesting. Mm. Um, and very like topical, I feel like to a lot of mm, things yeah. that are going on now. I, it's, it's interesting because like I have an Amazon prime account, but mm-hmm. I can't remember the last time I watched anything on Amazon prime because they don't have any K dramas. I'll just say yeah. that right now. Well, someone recommended it yeah. um, to us, but yeah. Robert De Niro's in it. Oh, really? The lady with the curly blonde hair from <laughs> Kimmy Schmidt is in it. Okay. So yeah, it's, oh, okay. It's good. And then what have I read? I feel like I read, I finally read crying in H Mart. Finally. Uh-huh. And I cried. But I didn't cry in H-Mart. Just like they want you to. They cr- I cried. And yeah, I don't know. I feel like, obviously, I'm not Asian. And I'm, so I you're, can't relate to not. that experience. But the, like, the mother-daughter aspect is, was really well written. And it talks so much about the complexity of, like, that kind of relationship. So um, I want to read that. I've heard good... Well, did you read it or did you listen to the... I read um, it. Okay. Do you have I a think, copy? I can give you it. Yeah, I think... I, no, yeah, I think Alex okay. listened to the audiobook, but okay. the author reads the audiobook, so people <gasps> really? say that that's good. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I love Michelle Zauner um, because I listen to Japanese Breakfast. It's like one of my fave bands. Um, and it's always so interesting to me because her first band that she was in 
is like a local, sh- like not Chicago, sorry, a local Philadelphia band. And mm-hmm. I was like in the Philly music scene, not in the Philly music. I was much too young <laughs> to be there, but I was there. And it's just interesting to think of like, I probably saw her band at some point or was in the same room as her at some point. Now she's like this massive star. Anyway. So you're basically her best friend. Seven degrees of Michelle Zellner. I was there. <laughs> um, I, I forgot the title of it, but I promise that this book did leave an impression on me. It's Plain Bad Heroines by Emily Danforth. She wrote mm. The Miseducation of Cameron Post that got turned into a movie. Ah. But it's queer. It has like horror yeah. movie vibes. Okay. Um, it's told from like three different POVs, if that's something that you're into. Mm-hmm. But it was good. Nice. I feel like that's one of the books I read in the last year that nice. really... And also, they both die at the end. Another queer. Oh! <laughs> that one's, like, pretty popular. Oh. That, it's a YA, right? Yeah. Yeah. That has been on my list for a while to read. It's good. Especially, like, if you're like me and you're scared of death. It's very interesting, <laughs> like... Okay. A very interesting world. Um, I am I am afraid of death, so maybe I'll give it a read. Yeah. I feel like everyone should have a healthy fear of death. Yeah. That's just me. What else we got? Best clue of all time. Ooh. I don't know. You know what comes to mind right away? And I cannot for the life of me remember this clue, but I feel like anybody in the cross world listening will know what we're talking about. Because I think it won one of those um, end of year crossword awards mm-hmm. that that blog gives out. The, the Ken one. The Ken one. Yeah. That, if you know, you one. know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so good. If you didn't have a crossword podcast, podcast what would you have a podcast on don't say cats first well, of all how dare you we actually do have two other podcasts but well one and of them neither is, of them are about cats but we did do a episode what was it 50 50 part one and part two about a, cats yeah so but our first podcast we ever did is it all about the sound of music it's only six episodes yeah. i think the first to have horrible audio, but it gets better. Yes, it gets better. And I mean, like our audio now is even better than it was then. But like yeah. we were, we were under different, <laughs> we were doing different things back then. Yeah. But yes, we, we didn't know what we were doing. We had no idea. Um, we did one on the sound of music, but that's not the first podcast we ever recorded together. <gasps> right. I started my very first, I feel like it might still be out there. I love made for TV Christmas movies. So I did like a little podcast about that just around the holiday season. And I mm-hmm. had some friends, including Chelsea. Yeah, that was the first one we recorded where basically we just talked shit about a made-for-TV yeah. Christmas movie. I never watched any made-for-TV Christmas movies. I like, I think I shied away from them because I had like this internal like bias against like anything soapy. I am so far over <laughs> that bias now. Honestly, meeting Grace and like her engaging in like that kind of media, I was like, oh, it's totally normal for girls to be able to like watch soapy TV shows without yeah. feeling guilty about it. I used to be very much like a oh I only watch like art films. House films. Like fuck you. Um and we watched an inc- it was so much fun. And we talked about how the guy took his shirt off, Kevin the baker. Yes. Oh well it was it was like Vanessa Hudgens best friend is like the most handsome person i've ever seen in my life and they were best friends and they worked together but she like wasn't interested in him at all yeah yeah and he was a baker yeah and he always had a shirt off and it's yeah. like you're a baker you do not have a six-pack you're a baker <laughs> like you are in the gym eight days a week exactly with exactly. that body so yes she has that and then there is a pod another podcast that we have started it's not cat related but it, I, I i'm not gonna say it's cats adjacent but <laughs> it falls in that liking sphere of ours where we really just like something because it's kind of bad, but we just love it so much because yeah. it, even though it's kind of bad, it's amazing. We do have a podcast called Meet Me in Forks where we were trying to read the recent 
Midnight Sun release, which if you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, it is Twilight themed. Mm-hmm. Stephanie Meyer released the first Twilight book, re-released it, but from Edward's point of view instead of Bella's, it is horrendous. We couldn't get through it. So bad to the point where we like literally stopped recording the podcast mid-read because it was so hard. I would still like like to do a Twilight podcast, but I just don't know how we would do it. I like know. if there were more people that were interested. We should get did. Hannah. Yeah. I think Hannah, who thinks Robert Pattinson is American. Um, <laughs> she was shocked to find out he was British. Shocked. I think she would be, she'd be good fun to have on the podcast. We, right. we, we just need more of like a round table for something like that. Cause I feel yeah. like the conversation could be a lot of fun, but outside of that, we have toyed with a couple other ideas. We've, t- we've toyed with that art one. <laughs> Sculpture this. Sculpture this. Where we just get drunk and or high and then talk about art, even though we literally know nothing about art. Yes. If that's something that people would... It's hard to do in a podcast if you can't see it, though. Well, we'd have to... Yeah. We're kind of dappling in the YouTube realm, and Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get better with, like, editing because YouTube is, like, very specific, like, what makes it and what doesn't. You really have to be good at editing and, like, have all the graphics and, like, all this stuff. But I feel like that's something that if we released it on YouTube... Mm Mm-hmm. It would be very successful. Yeah. Something we could talk about again. But we got to talk about it again. Would people like that? Let us know. At the, at the end of the day, I would like that. Yeah. So that's, that's what we have to. Okay. But what if you did a pod? Like, I feel like if I did a podcast on my own, it would be a, probably about like horror. I would love to do a podcast about horror movies and mm-hmm. TV shows, but mm-hmm. it's like so oversaturated. Yeah. But I love to talk about I those. have thought about starting... Again, I've recently gotten into YouTube because of like my whole K-drama obsession. I'm also really into K-pop right now. Don't even get me started. <laughs> but doing like K-pop reaction videos. Yeah. Because that's like That'd my cool. favorite thing to watch. And I, the, the K-pop reaction videos that do well, it's like, I made my boyfriend watch his very first K-pop video. It's like getting people who've never seen K-pop to like sit down and like watch videos and like react. That shit gets like thousands and thousands of views. Yeah, that could be you. Well, also, I would love to do a, um, I think it's more like a Twitch. Well, no, you do it on YouTube. Like, we like to play those video games that are kind of choose your own adventure yes. story games. Yes. And it's, you can play like the whole game in eight hours, usually sometimes longer. But I yes. feel like that would be. I would love to do that. Fun. I would love to It'd be do fun that. If people were watching us do it live. Well, with the Twitch, with the stream. I know, but Twitch is, it's like all these things are so, it's not like you're only doing it for an audience, but it's a lot of setup and stuff. It to, is. My brother Twitch streams. So, and he, I don't know, he's in the creator, I don't know what it ever, the TikTok, you know, the yeah. creator pool, but for Twitch, he's in that. Oh, he could shout us out maybe. He could probably shout us out. He, he's going to the, well, he was supposed to go to the TwitchCon 2020, but that didn't happen. Actually, anyway. That smells lovely. Yes. As someone who doesn't wear deodorant, but um, okay. What was your least favorite topic to research? This is hard because, like, sometimes because we're recording weekly, yeah, which means we have to do research weekly. Sometimes, like, there aren't really a lot of topics to pick from in that week, or not something like that really jumps out at you, Mm -hmm. you know. And so sometimes it feels like you just have to pick something, yeah. Or like you pick something and you think, oh, this is going to be cool. And then you get like halfway through and you've done so much research. You're like, this is actually not that interesting. What do I do? Do I just scrap everything and start over? Mm -hmm. 
I've run into that a couple of times. I feel like I have too, but I, none of it comes to mind anymore. Like, I'm trying to think of a topic that the I really two, didn't like doing. The two that immediately come to mind, my least favorite to research, and also I just feel like not the strongest to present. An early one, I did a topic on Cetus, mm-hmm. which is a constellation <laughs> That's of hard. a whale. What was I thinking? Um, and then Three Mile Island, which was no, that. that one was cool. That's interesting, but I just found, I felt like, understanding like the meltdown of the plant (laughs) was really tricky and like i'm somebody who like if i can't explain something perfectly i get really in my head about it and so i feel like as i was trying to do it like in the podcast i was really struggling and so then it made me hate the topic and i was like oh my god you're like halfway into learning about how nuclear reactors work you're like i can't back out now i know there's definitely topics where i felt that way but i can't think of any if any come to me okay yes i'll mention yes yeah, I mean, I try. That's like one of my ways to pick a topic. It's like, okay, what am something I'm actually like interested in learning more about? So there have been times where I'm like halfway through, and I'm like, no, can't do this. Mm, but I, sometimes it's hard. Like, there's weeks where I'm choosing between like three really good topics, and other weeks where I'm like, I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel here. The bottom, yeah. So any constructors out there, try and like throw in a just we need some interesting, interesting trivia. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I can't. Once I start doing the research. It is rare. I think maybe once out of the many years we've been doing this, Mm -hmm. have I ever scrapped mid-research. I'm insane. You have to see it through. I have to see it through. And also because, like, I put so so much effort into it that it feels like I'm really losing something. Yeah, no. Like, probably not halfway through. I'm probably, like, 25% of the way through. I don't think I would scrap halfway through because that's, like, too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else we got? Um, what is your comfort TV show? Oh. Okay, like... I can answer this not a K-drama. Oh, okay. It's an anime. Uh-huh. It's called Yuri on Ice. Mm-hmm. And it's about, like, gay Japanese figure skaters. Okay. It's amazing. It's actually, it was really important at the time when it was released because it was, like, the first broadcast gay anime kiss, mm-hmm. like, in Japan. Like, there are, like, web series where there's, like, queer characters in anime and also television shows. But to have, like, broadcast, like, two guys kissing broadcast, like, on TV in Japan was a huge deal. And so mm-hmm. Yuri on Ice was very groundbreaking. Um, and it's about figure skating. And everybody in the show is so gay. It's amazing. And anyway, I like to, like, get high and just sit on the couch and watch it. Because they're also, the main character lives in a Japanese onsen. Mm-hmm. So they're always in and out of the spa. And I'm just like, I want to eat pork katsu and go in the spa. Yeah, that sounds amazing. So that's my comfort show. That's cute. Um, I feel like I, I've switched over the years. Like, I go mm. through phases. I was definitely a big office person for mm-hmm. a while. Like, mm-hmm. just watching it over and over mm-hmm. and over again. That's also an anxiety thing is, like... Yeah. You tend to watch the same things. Yeah. Happy Ending is another one that I feel like not that many people have seen. I haven't. It's only is that three what you seasons. Recommended me? I think so. Probably. It's. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of like Friends, but funnier. It's still like a little outdated now mm-hmm. when you watch it. But that one, and then now my comfort show is Broad City. That's like the mm-hmm. show that I put mm-hmm. on. It's like, well, I don't know what to watch. But I just want to like chill and watch the thing. Mm-hmm. I love Broad City, mm-hmm. which you haven't seen. I know. I know. No, I get I it. I'm the same way. It takes me a while to start something, but I feel like you would really, really like no, it. No, I know. I feel like I would. I have seen enough of Broad City to know that I would love it. Yeah. So good. Truly. And like anytime I see like GIFs or clips on TikTok or Instagram, I'm like, this is so well 
written. Yeah. And it's very like our Us. sense of humor. It's very yeah. our sense of humor for sure. Um, And then for like movies, I feel like I love to watch rom-coms, especially like 90s, early 2000s. Like if I'm going to be like home by myself mm-hmm. or something, I just want to like chill, especially mm-hmm. in the beginning of the pandemic when I was home by myself every night. That yeah. was like, I'm like, I'm going to get ice cream and like watch a rom-com. Yeah. I, one of the reasons I like K-drama so much is just like most of them are rom-coms. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I think one of the reasons I leaned into it so much is because obviously 2020 was just bonkers. Mm-hmm. It was insane for everybody. It was so depressing to like live through everything we were experiencing. And at the end of the day, I was like not trying to watch something that serious. Chernobyl show that came out on HBO that everybody was watching. It yeah. was horrific. I'm like, I'd rather watch two people fall in love. Yeah. And like be happy. <laughs> Agreed. Uh... What do we got? What's your favorite Robert Pattinson film? <laughs> Twilight? Twi- I think Twilight's an easy one. Okay. I'm trying to think of other films I've even watched with him, like The Lighthouse, which has not, it. not... That film is just an experience. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like not built for that type. You know, like there are certain people that eat that up. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> oh, God. I heard good things about it, but I'm like so out of like the art house cinema phase of my life that I could honestly to God care less yeah um I mean, not to say that it's not good i just like i'm not drawn to that anymore i'm you know watching rom-coms yeah all day. make make the lighthouse like a true it's it like bordered on horror but not really yeah and i feel like there's something with a mermaid i don't yeah. even know oh, yeah um, there's a mermaid <laughs> um okay so i think the obvious answer is twilight because mm-hmm. it's just so good it's bad mm-hmm. i saw a tiktok today about someone talking about the shoes that edward wore in the first film truly like okay think about uh a line cook yeah at like an olive garden clogs and like the shoes that he they're wearing like the non-slip slide-ons not necessarily clogs but slide-ons and they're just absolutely horrendous to look at that's what he's wearing in the first that's one. what he's wearing in the first movie when he says say it to her ow, ow, ow. and she's like Come here, spider monkey. Yeah, that's what he's wearing. So, anyway, yeah, I would have to say that. But, honestly, the fourth Harry Potter movie. Oh, right, guys in Harry Potter. Is, I feel like, sadly, it's like one of his strongest roles. I don't know. No, he's been in a lot of stuff. Right. I just haven't seen a lot of it. I haven't seen a lot of it. You know, he's in them. This movie came out like years ago, so sorry. Spoiler alert. It's like a rom-com with him and Amanda Siegfried. Siegfried. What was this called? Well, it's like, it's totally a normal rom-com, like, will they, won't they, at the end they finally get together, and then he, like, goes off to work, um, and then you realize that he works in the Twin Towers, and it's, like, the morning of (laughs) 9-11. I don't know why they did that. (laughs) It's not funny, but it's, like, what the fuck? (laughs) That was, like, the big twist in the movie. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we need to watch that. Um, It's just, it's, honestly, it came out of time when that wouldn't be absurdist humor, but, like, I feel like... Now, really it's, now it's like yeah. absurd. It's truly like just absurdist humor. Yeah. Um, I can't think there's of... another movie that he was in. I was obsessed with this movie when I was younger. Um, it was he played Salvador Dali. No, no, or was it Fernando Frederico? God, what's the, I need? Pause. Yeah, I'm going to the IMDb right now. Okay, the film is called <laughs> Little Ashes. In which he plays, I kid you not, Salvador Dali. Um, it is 
horrible. The movie's horrible. But I was really into like the oddity of Robert Pattinson at the time. I was really into it. Like, let me show Grace a picture of him as Salvador Dali. It's like, of course, he would take this role. Oh, my God. I feel like he is a good actor, though. No, I think so, too. I just I also think that he. Is a weirdo. Remember me is the 9-11 movie and it came out between New Moon and Eclipse. Okay. So that was like, you know. Yeah. Okay. Hey. He was in, yeah, Water for Elephants, where uh, he played opposite Reese Witherspoon. The, it was, I never, I didn't like that movie. I don't think I saw the movie. I just read the book. Again, I was in my um, Gaspar Noe, like, film era, where seeing something like Water for Elephants, I was like, this is so cheap. This is so commercial. I couldn't ever like this. I wonder if I would like it now. I used to be such a judgy idiot. Um, but I do remember not liking Water for Elephants, mainly because I didn't think I liked Reese Witherspoon. I like Reese without her spoon, though. And no, we have not seen Batman. If you had cast Taylor Lautner as Robin and Batman, then we would have seen we it. We would have been but. there. If you had cast Kristen Stewart as Catwoman. I just <laughs> want them to be. I feel like they're on good terms. I, I just I, want them to be in a movie together. I would love that. I would love that. If Here's something about me. Like, if actors are on screen and off screen, I'm all over it. <laughs> okay. What else we got? Uh, what is your kindred spirit? And why? Like animal-wise. Like an animal? I always said hummingbird. Ooh. You got that in your back pocket. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I've got that saved up. Um, I think think they're just really pretty. I think they're very delicate. I don't know if any of this is related to me. Maybe it's just like the projection of what I've always wanted to be. Yeah. But... So, like, not if I'm good, but, like, if you die and I see a hummingbird, then I'll remember. Yes. You know, that yeah. You're That's laying me. the groundwork. There it is. I need to think of something like that. I got nothing. Come on. I don't know. I don't know. You said the other, the last time we recorded, you said your code name would be a Calico. It'd be a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like, like, I look at my cat and I'm like, we're similar. Like, yeah. I get it. I like to lounge. Yeah. I get upset. You're prickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't match hummingbird at all. But if I did, that's what I'd want. Mm-hmm. I feel like what do I? I feel like I'm a king cobra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely more in line with like my dog, who has severe anxiety too. So <laughs> I mean, like I'd be barking at anything. Uh, hummingbird is good though. I feel like I need to think of a unique animal, all right. like a macaw or something. <laughs> Just also people, in the bird family when it comes up. <laughs> yeah, you should you should say that you're. Well, you think of like a really crazy bird, like a. Like um, like an egret or like an emu. An emu, <laughs> emu, strong legs. Yeah. What else? Do you have a favorite crossword that you have ever done and that you still think about from time to time? <laughs> well, we talked about the one that was shaped like a heart a lot. There was also one I, that was shaped like a panda. Yeah, I don't remember any of the clues from there, but I like the shapes. Yeah, and- we go, we go for a gimmick, don't we? Yeah. Oh yeah, we're easy to please, and uh, I really liked Evan Bernholz's like haunted house. Yes. Crossword. Yes. It was like you were in different rooms. And it was you amazing. Find something in each room. It was, that one was awesome. wild. I mean, honestly, Evan, you're killing it out there. You're killing it. I think I can't think of a specific crossword, although I do have vivid memories of trying and failing to solve any of the crossword on Paolo's <laughs> personal blog. Well, but not like in a bad way. Like I love 
doing Paolo's crossword on his personal blog because they're so fucking weird in like the best way. Didn't he you have know? one where every answer was Oreo? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like that is the kind of stuff that I like and that's the stuff that's memorable. Um, otherwise, like I think Grace and I really classify positive solving experiences based on the constructor, mm-hmm. you know? I think our first really like look into constructor like looking at puzzles from a, the lens of a constructor was like when we discovered Amy Lucido. Mm-hmm. I think discovering Amy Lucido and then like Eric Agard, we were like, oh, you can really feel the personality of the constructor in the puzzle. And then that was like, oh, sometimes it's about who's constructing the puzzle, yeah. really. Um, and that's why, like, I really honestly have never been let down doing their puzzles mm-hmm. because you just learn their personality through doing them and you become drawn to them. Um, see, I think that's you find out where they live. You, you find out where up. they live. Yeah. Like you ask them to marry you and they say no. And it's like, they're like, who are you? They're like, who are you? And they're like, I'm your best friend. You have this incredible parasocial relationship with them and they don't even know it. So yeah. Thanks. Thanks out there. Okay. <laughs> um, is this our last question? Yeah. The last question. <gasps> We're on to the repeats. last question. I can't believe it. Have you ever tried constructing a crossword puzzle? And if so, how do you think it went? No. <laughs> no. The answer is no for me. I took a, like, Ross Trudeau in the beginning of quarantine had, like, um a little, like, a Zoom class type thing. Mm-hmm. Not really a class. But anyways, it was, like, teaching people how to do it. And you, I learned a lot about how constructing works, like, mm-hmm. the word bank. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I felt like I understood now more, like, some crossword ease words, too. I'm like, okay, it just makes sense. Like, they need something to fill in right. there. I think after you took that class, we really had a greater appreciation for... yeah constructing and like we be, like we have our hits and shits at the front of our episode every week and i think prior to grace taking this class we had a lot more shits yeah than we do now and you know mainly because we just know more about crosswords now yeah and also we're just trying not to be as negative i guess i don't know um but yeah i mean i don't know it it's like i feel like it's harder to get started than you would you need like a more thing you know there's barrier, some barriers to entry yeah so it would be fun i think if we like collaborated i think it'd be fun. with someone because I, I do have i have some ideas for yeah. a theme, okay i have it written down in my journal so well maybe we should i know that there are some like groups out there mm-hmm. um and some constructors that we're aware of like help and also like not like mentor yeah I feel like we could probably find somebody who could help us. The problem is I don't think I would do it regularly. So I don't want to like invest in all this stuff that I would need to do it. But like just one time maybe would be fun. I think we should join that like senior Jewish. uh, Yeah. (laughs) What is it called? JAR? There's a, a group in New York that does, they like, work together and construct a crossword and it gets published in the New York Times and you see it like once a year. Or it's really good too because there's really always good. like a lot of people contributing on it. But it's like a senior group. Yeah. I um, think it's Jewish as well. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, hey, why not? <laughs> They're pretty accepting, so. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted to. I know Matt has downloaded a constructing app, like mm-hmm. the program, because you have a program and then inside the program uh, you have like a word list and like that's I think the biggest I don't know I don't say I don't want to say like well-kept secret but I think like most lay people who don't who aren't in the crossroad don't realize that constructors keep a list of words yeah 
Someone released a, like a free mm-hmm. database. Yeah. I think that's like the biggest thing is like building your word list because mm-hmm. like the more interesting words you have on there, the more interesting your crosswords are going to be. When we see puzzles, we're like, oh my God, that's amazing. What you, we saw one was like Kim Kardashian or something or Khloe yeah. Kardashian was like 15 all the way across. And we're like, wow, we would never have thought of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and like you build up your word list and then you're able to make really interesting puzzles. And like, you know, I've, I, yeah, I think in quarantine people started releasing word lists to make it easier to mm-hmm. kind of get into the crossword field. Yeah. Maybe but one day. Maybe one day. Fever dream. If if it happens, you guys will be literally the first to know outside of our immediate family. So that's that. That's it. Those are all our questions. Those, those are some good questions, right? Yeah, that was fun. It was fun. Let's do that. It's so nice not to do research. <laughs> Let's do that every week. We don't okay. get to talk about ourselves. That's perfect. Yeah. It's like having a conversation with a couple close friends. Am I right? Mm-hmm. A couple hundred listeners. A <laughs> couple hundred listeners. hundred um, plus, by yeah, the way, if y'all you have, are in good company. Yeah. If you have additional questions, send them in. We'll just keep them in like a pile in our room. Mm-hmm. For the next time, we need to do a Q&A. We'll write it down physically on a slip of paper. Put and that paper inside a piggy bank. And a year from now, we will open the piggy bank with a hammer and answer Live on air and answer your questions. <laughs> We should do that. That'd be hilarious. We always say that we're going to do something and we never do. <laughs> yeah, that's my whole. That's our shtick. Sometimes be... just imagine that I'm doing that. Yeah, if you believe anything we say at this point, I don't know what to say. I don't that's know what on to you. say. Yeah. Anyway, this has been real. This has been fun. Um, what I liked most about this is how curious our listeners were. Curious mm-hmm. about us. They're keeping curious out there. That's us. That's us. So, yeah. Well, if you want to know next time we're doing a Q&A. Follow us on Twitter at the Good Eve Girls. Or Instagram at the Good Evening Girls. Or TikTok at the Good Eve Girls. Yes. Come find us on YouTube as well, the Good Evening Girls. We release the same recording every week there, but there's a video with it if you are interested in what kind of glasses I'm wearing. Um, come on by. The world wants to know. Yeah. Um, but until next time. For the people watching on YouTube, I have a strange shelf behind me now with a bunch of rant. I'm, I just moved in. This is just like a placeholder. I, I'm not going to have just one shelf of candlesticks. This is the only um, <laughs> and then shelf a, a that top she has. shelf with candles. <laughs> she has just candles, 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 candles. And this is the only piece of furniture she has in this entire mm-hmm. uh, apartment. We're actually we've been holding up our laptops this entire time with our hands, and I've been standing this whole time. So yeah, so we should probably go and rest. <laughs> Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And thanks for, uh, the questions. Yeah. And also hanging in there because this is coming after a week of no episode and there's yeah. not going to be an episode next week. Yeah. And it's my fault. So if you have something nasty to say. Sorry, that's my medication reminder. <laughs> Take my Zyrtec. Snooze. <laughs> if you have something nasty to say, say it to me and not to Chelsea. Okay. Thank you. Um, but yeah. Hope everyone's doing well and we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.